GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of a gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the test in major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of them now. Welcome to the Game Zone Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock the Dino, and with me remotely, safely masked, is my audio producer, my video producer, and my lovely co-host, the Dead Eye Knight and Player One, Niggy. Yeah, look into my eyes. This is my best feature. <sighs> the mask mandate may be able to save my marriage because it filters out all the farts. My wife's never been happier. <laughs> Man, I am uh, I'm a little out of breath right now, guys. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. I can't breathe. I, I can't. Okay, enough of that. Enough of that. Can't do it. Yep, yep. That, don't, guys, don't, wow. don't, don't tell anyone. But we're, t- we're not wearing these masks. We're taking them off. Don't tell anyone. Wow, how quickly you guys bailed on the mask. You guys are part of the problem here. I couldn't breathe. I was panicking. Oh, oh that uh, that's not a viable issue. I want to see don't your medical don't exemption. Don't into the microphone. If that comes through on my side, I'm going to be pissed. Anyways, welcome to 319 of the GameZilla podcast, <laughs> brought to you by our patrons. Yeah, that's right. I'm taking this mask off. All right. This way, I want everyone to be loud and clear and hear this message. Please, please, I'm begging you, go to patreon.com slash Media and start your patronage today. Just $1 per month is the entry level to supporting GameZilla Media and all the podcasts on the GameZilla Media Network. And there's cool perks right there at $1, like uh, you get access to the State of the Zilla collaboration show across different hosts, across different GameZilla podcast shows, and access to my ridiculous show where I make a list of... uh, I don't know, whatever the hell I feel like making a list about because it's my show. But the real sweet spot is that $5 a month level. That gives you exclusive access to podcasts that are only available at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Every show on the GameZilla Podcast Network contributes at least one bonus show per month, including must or bust from us here on the GameZilla Podcast. So head over there, start your patronage today, and financially support the life, growth, and success of the GameZilla Podcast and GameZilla Media. That's right. So thank you to our patrons. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we got a show for you today with some, uh, some interesting news topics. We want to remind everybody that if you can't, um, not can't, if you want to catch the video side of this and you missed the live show on twitch.tv slash Media every Monday night at 7.30 p.m., then you can catch it on our YouTube channel so just head on over there and search games little media and hit that subscribe button and that notification bell <clears throat> all right here's before the news oh before, before the, news. the news i forgot I got, we got to tease everybody today today's a fun day we're pretty excited today is the return of the very popular ebay price is right yeah oh boy all right we're we're bringing it back where i find some items listed on ebay and grim and miggy have to do their best to guess the price so that's returning after the news segment so stick around for ebay price is right absolutely so all right here's what's happening in the world of gaming 
Let's get into the news. News. <laughs> Topic number one. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft Forward just happened. That is Ubisoft's new uh, new show or digital show that they put on instead of uh, e you know your in person E three presentation that they would normally do. And we got to learn about uh, a lot of things happening here with Ubisoft. I think overall the the opinion on this show is. I don't think it was a dumpster fire. We don't think it was just lights out, amazing, can't wait. But it just fell somewhere in the middle, a little flat, I'd say. I think I think Player One Mickey might have a, a different take on it, but that's that's where I stand. We did get to see more of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We did learn about Watch Dogs Legion coming out in October, um, and then we got to uh, see more of the battle royale shooter Hyperscape. Um, for those of you that are not familiar with Hyperscape, it is a super fast-paced, crazy, futuristic battle royale game that uh, is now open beta and was closed beta just uh, just a week ago, roughly, where um, you saw a lot of streamers playing the game. It looks interesting, but what's the part of it that is kind of cool that uh, Dead Eye, you know, had watched the trailer, had talked about how it reminds him of a uh, of a certain movie. But it it's funny that you say that because this is the hyper future. And it actually, ha what happens is like the real world is completely just trash. So everyone lives in this like virtual world where the way to gain fame is by playing a game called Crown Rush. I don't think that reminds me of any type of movie ever. This is totally What unique. about a book? Does that remind you of a book at all? I've never read any books. Mm. No, I don't um, think there's a movie or a book. I really don't. I think this is 1000% original concept. Well, what did you I think mean, it was? What did it remind you of? Uh, like was it like getting ready to play too or um put your coin in Number three. Yeah. Unready player zero or something like that. Yeah. Something like, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. game is just ready player one. <laughs> that's all it is. They were like, Hey, there's this movie that's loosely about video games. Like, dude, we could make that a game and not pay any of the license and just call it something different. And Ubisoft's like, do it. <laughs> I think they owe me. Yeah. Yeah. It's based off of, based off of my story. Ready player one, Miggy. They owe me. Ubisoft. You owe me. <laughs> So yeah, um anyways, <laughs> it does it is a crazy game. It does have a, a lot of connections to the concept of Ready Player 1, but uh a lot of people are playing it. Um it seems to be overall people seem to think it's uh pretty it's fun. I don't know if it's got, you know, legs as far as like longevity to fit into a already super saturated area, but time will tell. Uh the last piece that they really showed us was uh, Far Cry 6, which got leaked before their show. Oh, and we got a trailer that... the thunder out of things. Yeah, it was a really great trailer. Don't get me wrong, the trailer was fantastic, but there was no gameplay. Not the trailer I watched, at least. And, uh, you know, that, that was kind of like, a, okay, cool, well, 
that was their show. And I mean, Fallout or Far Cry Six, it's um, it's taking place in a tropical island of Yara, and the role of the villains being played by um, I've never watched Breaking Bad, but it's the character Gus Fring from Great uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So I mean, um, a lot of people are aware, and I I think. Um, we also know him from Mandalorian, right? That's that's where when I saw him, I was like, "That's the Mandalorian bad guy." So you know, I still made the connection. I was like, "Oh, all right, cool. That'll be neat." The trailer's really cool, as Deadite said. Um, he watched it, and there was a lot of just storytelling that got you into being, I think, gain interest into the game. But overall, I think there's, you know, it was just kind of like, "All right, well, yeah, we knew, we knew, we already knew this." <laughs> Your big, your big announcement was uh, leaked, uh, you know, twelve hours before your show. Uh, which also, that game doesn't come out till next year, February eighteenth, twenty twenty one, for the PS five, PS four, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, and Google Stadia, baby. <laughs> Only platform I'm playing on next gen. I'm a Stadia boy. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be available November 17th. Uh, they showed us more of their ugly gameplay. Um, Hyperscape enters open beta starting right when they announced it, so that was cool. And, uh, yeah, Watchdog Legions is available on October 29th. I think I said 26th. I meant to say the 29th. Uh, Watchdog Legions will be on Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Google Stadia! That's my new thing. Um, <laughs> thank you. Hell thank yeah. You. Only platform I'm playing on next generation. <laughs> Can I get a hell yeah for Google Stadia? Oh, hell yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, they, but the uh, the box art for Watch Dogs did show that uh, we did see a Xbox uh, mock-up of the box art that showed a Xbox Series X enhanced badge on it. So it looks like Watch Dogs... Will be coming out in October, but it will be playable on that next gen with uh, with the enhancements. So I'm not gonna lie, out of all of this, I was I was more like kind of interested in Watch Dogs, a game that like I got burned by their first game, and I really haven't paid attention to the this franchise at all since. And this one's got me a little a little more interested because it does look just kind of like crazy. I mean. The game's always been crazy, but looks even more crazy over the top than usual. So, you know, what I'd rather do than play Watch Dogs. <laughs> what? Watch actual dogs. Play just Google watch Stadia. Some dogs. <laughs> <laughs> just watch, watch some dogs sleep. Watch some dogs like eat grass. Like <laughs> any, like specifically your dogs that go. I'll come over. Just watch the corgis live their lives. More, more fun than playing a Watch Dogs game. Nice. All right. Well, you know. You do you, man. You do you. I think uh, Miggy has one last piece to this uh, show before we move on. They did announce oh. one other thing that we all got really excited about, and then it kind of, I think, fit into Miggy's world better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even remember the name of it, but it was like, it's like... <laughs> it, 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 Sell it, to, Miggy! Sell it, we baby! Got, we got game footage for some amazing like first person shooter like it was like i don't know if it was team based or two player shooter but it looked it looked like a a like a cartoony kind of like um tom clancy game or whatnot but that that's that's not the hype part about it. the hype part about it is we're getting the triumphant return of sam fisher that's right the man himself from splinter cell and then uh whatever the guy's name is from team fortress 2 and 
it's dangerous. We all know it's dangerous to go alone. So don't feel bad because you could take them with you wherever you go on your cell phones. Ah, I was so upset about that. Like I have been, they have been teasing Sam Fisher. We got him in. What was, what was the, uh, the Splinter Cell game last year? Not Splinter Cell, but, um, the Tom Clancy game last year, or the, when they're in the jungle cartel and all that stuff, they put them in DLC. Rainbow in that, Six, is that? Yeah, it wasn't Rainbow Six. Oh, it's Ghost Recon. It was uh, Ghost Recon. Watch yeah. Dogs? Division? Ghost Recon <laughs> Breakpoint or something like that? Assassin's yep. Creed? Yep, but then they um they tease them in something else, but they it's like everybody had me getting hopes. Uh, matter of fact, Michael Ironside, um, like he was credited for something, but for them to, to drop like this in a mobile game? I mean, y'all, y'all know, Miggy, Player One Miggy, the mobile guy. And stick around because I, I I'm addicted to another mobile game. But the, a mobile guy, I'm not excited about this. I want him on the console. I want to see him in all of his stealthy glory, next gen on the console. That's what I want. Don't disrespect the man like that. And it's not even voiced by the same guy. So yeah, no, 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 not that guy. Actually died. No, Michael Ironside is still alive. No, I have no idea. Wow. No. Wow. You can take Wilford Brimley, but don't take Michael Ironside. Man, don't say about Wilford. The diabetes is going to get him. Well, like something he shouldn't do. All right. Uh, well, I already mentioned uh, the last piece I wanted to talk about was that Hyperscape did um, kick off in its open beta. It's a PC game. And uh, if you're looking for that high, fast-paced kind of like a lot of people are, are blurring it as a battle royale, and and a lot of the movement kind of reminds people of a Halo in a way, um, but with even just more vertical uh, vertical abilities. So it, it looks insane. It looks a little like chaos to me, where I'm almost like, I don't know if I want to try this, but I probably will, just to so I say I could. But anyways, it's open beta, like I said. We're going to move on to our next topic. Topic number two, Amazon... And their publishing, developing, um, gaming department have no idea what they're doing. So, <clears throat> if you remember, the Amazon already delayed Crucible, which was their big game that everyone was talking about. It got delayed. Uh, that was old news. I forgot when it got delayed or how long, but it, it's it, it's already on hold. So everybody moved on and was excited for New World. Well, Amazon's upcoming open world MMO has been delayed. <laughs> it was supposed to come out August 25th of this year. It has now been delayed to spring 2021 with no official date. Yeah, the announcement comes less than two weeks after Amazon brought its other uh, tentpole game, the free-to-play shooter Crucible, back into closed beta because it actually launched and was so bad that they just didn't want to leave it out there, following barely a month of wide availability. It sounds like Amazon may be taking a more cautious approach to game development after early feedback from testers that games weren't quite what they hoped for. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, the um the the New World open open world MMO called New World is was something that we saw some trailers for that I actually was kind of like interested about. I was like, "Okay, this this might be kind of cool." Well, we got to wait not a little bit longer, but quite a quite a while quite a while longer, and I think here we're just seeing a new a company, be it even with the name like Amazon, we're seeing studio a studio 
these publishing company, whatever you want to call, consider them, because they're kind of everything, have no idea what they're doing. They're they're new to this. They they set these these what I would consider pretty small windows, and they're not hitting any of them. So, uh, though most of us will have to wait till next year to try New World, there's still an early access opportunity if you signed up for the beta on or before July 9th. Sorry, if you already pre-ordered the game or are a current alpha tester in good standing, you'll be able to participate in the first-hand look at New World beginning on the game's previously scheduled launch of August 25th. If you're not, well, sorry. <sighs> but yeah, if you, are, if you are one of those lucky people, you'll be able to play the game in its current state for a limited period of time, and that's all they told us. So uh, with the New World delay... Which is the game? Which is the second one by Amazon? It leaves Amazon Games with just one other title that might be releasing in the near future. Thank God, it's Pac-Man Live Studio. A Hell yeah! A new version of Pac-Man that you'll be able to play directly on Twitch, which is owned by Amazon. Bandai Namco and Amazon Games announced it in May that the game would be available in June, but it's still not out yet, and the game's website now says that it's coming soon. <laughs> Man. How do you strike out on your just, first we three? We can't catch a break. <laughs> so we don't know so when Crucible's Grim, coming back. Can I ask back. you a question? Yeah, yeah, sure. Can I ask you a question? A year ago, we were talking about how Amazon and Google were the next two big companies to compete in the gaming landscape. Who's doing better right now? Amazon or Google in the gaming <laughs> landscape? Man, do I have to pick one? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, man. you have to. I'm putting I you on. You got to pick one. I think it probably is Sega. <laughs> Maybe Atari, honestly. I mean, Atari technically hasn't failed yet with their VTI. What is it called? What's the, what's the, the VCS? New? Yeah, VCS. That technically hasn't failed as bad as these people have. The Stadia is pretty much dead. It's a, it's Ouya 2.0, and Amazon can't even get a game out. So, I'm giving it to Atari. Hell, I'll give it to Intellivision, Amigo. <laughs> well, right, why don't we give it to Sega? Hell, I'll give it to the Ouya, which is already dead, but it had a better <laughs> run than either one of these two did. Oh, Has man. anybody mentioned Virtual Boy yet? Because that had a better run than these two as well right now. <laughs> I mean, the Virtual Boy had software that was sold. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so definitely doing better. Yeah, no, um, it's not good. I mean, I guess technically I'd have to give it to Google because at least you can buy the product. <laughs> at least you can get something from Google. Like, I could go if I, for some dumb reason, wanted to play Stadia, I could. <clears throat> For any Stadia players out there, I'm sorry. I just I just have not had a good experience with Stadia. So if you're enjoying Stadia, I mean Stadia, that's gonna be me next gen. Can I get a hell yeah for Stadia? <laughs> hell, no, no, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Anyways, that's the news for Amazon games. Not good. Um, they clearly have, uh, you know, they clearly have some work to do to clean up their studio. They've already laid off people from Amazon games, and they haven't even got a game out yet. So like. They're, they're moving in the wrong direction uh, quickly. So hopefully they can right the ship and uh, get some of these games out. Come on, Jeff. You got you got some some walking around money in your pocket. 
throw some money at this and get it out. Come on, Jeff. I mean, Amazon probably looking at it like Microsoft looked at Mixer. It's just dead, dead cause. Moving on. <clears throat> Next topic. Sony buys $250 million stake in Fortnite creator Epic Games. $250. That is insane, right? They, they own so much of Epic Games now, right? Well, Epic's game, Epic, 250 million, right? 250 million. Yeah, not $250. Yeah. Might as well just throw $250 <laughs> at it. Anyways, Epic has a, a notable outside investor. Some may uh, know it. I think Miggy really likes this company. Um, Tencent. They don't really, they're not, they're not really involved in a whole lot, but they decided to get invested. Uh, back in 2012, they, they invested $330 million in 2012. <clears throat> For 40% of the studio. At that time, the studio was worth something like $875 million. So they bought almost 50% of that, right? So Sony spent $250 million here just now and here in 2020 for 1.4% stake in Epic Games. <laughs> what? Epic Games they is worth... They paid a quarter of a billion dollars for less than 2% of the company? That's because Epic Games' value now is $17 billion. Oh. Yep. Boy, if you somehow invested into this company, you're sitting sweet. If you were back, back when Tencent got in on the deal, $17.86 billion is the valuation of Epic Games. Now, eight years ago, it was $875 million. The things Fortnite can do for you. The th the things when you change don't the world. Don't sleep on Paragon, though. Don't sleep on Paragon, yeah. And obviously don't sleep on Unreal Engine and all the other stuff they do. But but obviously Fortnite was a big, big factor there. A primary factor there. So, you know, everybody got uh, really Peter, excited yeah. about this. Like, oh, man, think about what Sony's going to do with Epic. And I'm like, you need to pump the brakes because they, they're like, they're like the, the person that gets to sit in the corner at the media, in the conference room and not don't talk, okay? Like, the big boys over here are talking. So, like, yes, they're going to collaborate. And, yes, maybe it opens up avenues for some resources and some, some tech to find its way to Sony. Um, but... I don't think this is like this is more or less Sony wanting to diversify and their their profit making ability more so than I say exclusive con um, content. That's that's my thought on the deal. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's it's solely a, a money making opportunity. Sony saw an area that they could they could spend a little money and you know. Hopefully it pays out to make some money because we know that Sony hasn't necessarily always hit home runs uh, across their multiple divisions. And as a, as a giant company, uh, Sony's had some trouble in, in the, in the recent years. So trying to latch on to what seems like a sure thing makes sense for them to throw some money. I know $250 million is a lot of money, but Epic seems like a, a train that's left the station. It seems like it would be hard to slow them down at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you throwing this type of money into them, I think it's like, uh, you know, this is that not that gamble stock. This is that stock where you're like, okay, cool, it's going to gain a few percent year over year, and I'm just going to keep growing my money. But overall, 
I just, I don't think people, people were like, oh, this is a game changer. Xbox, rest in peace. Uh, PlayStation is unstoppable now. And I'm like, I don't think you guys are getting what you think you're getting out of this, out of this deal. Other than, other than Epic being like, yeah, I'll take your money. Mickey, what do you got to say? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, yeah, like you said, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I would say the only thing about it is maybe, maybe we'll get PlayStation characters in Fortnite, maybe. Maybe, maybe Kratos, um, Crash. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, I don't think uh, Disney owns any part of Epic Games, and we've seen Star Wars characters, Marvel characters. Uh, we've seen John Wick. We've seen, you know, so I mean, just like, yes, we could see PlayStation characters, but also I think we could also see Xbox characters if if Microsoft wants to play play ball without them investing into Epic Games. Could this be an easier path? Sure. But if I was, like, I don't know. I guess it'd have to, again, it comes down to negotiation. If I was Sony and just paid you $250 million to have 1.4% share, um, I don't think there was any negotiation that you could have my, like, you'd still be paying me for the likes of Kratos and, and, and that type of stuff. So I think there's still some some work to be done. Though I also don't know... Kratos would be an interesting skin because I feel like does PlayStation want their characters? And PlayStation's one of those companies that always had an issue with exclusive walls and and keeping their stuff inside of their own walls because do you want to see Kratos with a gun in his hand? I don't know. Yes. I mean, he's yeah, a vi- I do. he's a violent guy, but he's never been a gun wielding character so like well, it's that same idea like nintendo never would never and it's a little different because it's kid oriented nintendo would never want to see mario in fortnite but i mean kratos well, might be a bad example but i always look at kratos as like could he be like that you'd have to use him in a special event like the like the thanos event where like thanos you know it was it was like a juggernaut style one person would become thanos and verse everybody else and then thanos had his own abilities and pick up guns um, well, yeah, something like that. It'll, it'll be like the Marvel characters, because I mean, I saw like I was watching like the other night, and somebody was had a uh, Captain America skin. He was running around with like assault rifles and stuff. And uh, I think there's been other Marvel characters that they've had in, in the past that's used guns or whatnot. I mean, but like you said, Kratos is a violent guy, so I mean, I think it would it would make sense, you know. Well, Disney is a sellout, and they'll make money off of anything. But, I mean, the Disney princesses will soon have ARs in their hands. But all, yes. all I'm saying is uh, Sony being that company that really hasn't wanted to share their, the, the likeness of some of their characters in the past, even even here, do they feel comfortable putting it into the Fortnite world? I don't know. Yeah. Could it I'll make, say the only... Could it make it better? I would say the only, the only smooth deal around that would be console exclusivity. So you log into the PlayStation Store. I mean, you lo- not PlayStation Store, but you log into the, the store on Fortnite via PlayStation, and you can only see it. And maybe it could be like an exclusive, like on Xbox. Um, if Xbox decides to do the same thing, you would see Xbox character uh, in there, which would be Master Chief. Uh, Xbox character in there, and, you know, and then you, I mean, you would see them on both consoles, but you'd only be able to get it on respective consoles. Yeah, I could I see know. a Nathan Drake or something like that. Right? Oh yes. See the thing about the skins right now, like you're just like you just said, is that we're kind of building like like secondary walls within a free to play open world cross play game now. Is that 
if you have a Master Chief, you have a you have a you know you have a Nathan Drake or or something like that. Like they, you can't you're not going to be able to buy Master Chief skin over on the PlayStation and vice versa. Yep. And and now so you're creating you're still creating exclusive content within a cross play world, which is the way that these companies are like. Well, if you really care a lot about Nathan Drake more so than you know Master Chief, then you're going to play on PlayStation, right? And that is something I think I've, I back in back when we were first arguing allowing crossplay, like where Sony wasn't playing nice with people. I was like, just just have custom stuff that I can only buy on your side, so that way, like true fan base is gonna be like, well, yeah, I want the Nathan Nathan Drake skin. I'm going to play on PlayStation. Like, so I, we're kind of seeing that now. Well, we're not seeing it, but that's well, that's what we're kind of thinking we might see. Um, Super Lars on Twitch.tv slash GamesLowMedia is saying that he would he doesn't play Fortnite, but he totally would if they had Disney princess, princesses in it. <laughs> so there you go, Disney. I got people that don't like to play. Uh, there you go, Disney. I got people that don't like to play Fortnite that enjoy your characters and you can make more money because you would be teaming up with Epic Games by simply just taking your Disney princesses and putting some uh, put them in some video games where you shoot each other. I'm just saying, I don't know if she's technically a Disney princess because it's a Pixar movie, but like Merida from uh, uh, that one with the bears. I don't remember what that movie was called. I I don't remember what that movie was called right now. But she can get down with a bow. Yes. Brave. Yeah. Yes. Brave. Yeah. I mean, Elsa with ice abilities, she could shoot like icicle attacks. Like it'd be like, it'd be almost like May, you know, snow out of one hand, then like icicles. Yeah. May's garbage though. (laughs) <laughs> not as garbage as diva yeah but anyways so put up that ice wall always making me mad anyways um yeah so that that would be fun um we'll uh we'll see what this actually means for sony um and we'll uh you know, we'll, we'll see if it means anything. I, you know, a lot of people kept saying, oh, well, this means that there'll be more collaborations like what we saw with the unreal engine um trailer I was like, what, a demo? Like a tech demo? That wasn't anything. That wasn't a, a collaboration. Like, we haven't technically seen what that collaboration means beyond a tech demo that they've admitted is not a video game and you will not be able to play it. So we'll see. Smoke and mirrors, man. It's going to we'll be a see. real game. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, nonetheless. Okay, my last topic is uh, Tetris. Tetris is making a comeback again. Um, the popularity of Tetris uh, on the Switch, what, Tetris 99, right? Now we have a new Tetris mobile... Well, actually, I I don't know if I really want to call it new, but the Tetris mobile app is coming back in a massive reboot, and at the center is a new daily competition that turns the classic puzzler into a live game show. It's called Tetris Primetime, and it's essentially a cross between eSports competition and HQ trivia-like live experience. Every night, players can play for a chance to win their share of a $5,000 prize pool. Um, but yeah, that is, and, and on top of it, this app is also getting a Battle Royale mode. So they're probably just taking what they did with Tetris 99 and you know doing something similar. Um, but yeah, the quote they're quoting in our goal from the beginning was to make the forever Tetris game. It says executive producer Ethan Levy. 
a game that lasts for years My and years. My actual last name, in yeah. case you guys are, need to Google me. A game that will last for years and years with modes for everybody. Pet Tetris Primetime will air seven days a week. There will be multiple iterations each day at 7 p.m. local time based in a handful of cities around the world, including a bunch of cities uh, that, you know, Moscow, Berlin, New York City, Los Angeles, uh, so on and so forth. Primetime will be available in 16 countries at launch which will be the U.S., Canada, U.K., Germany, Ireland, Spain, uh, Switzerland, Belgium, Sweden, Norway, South Africa, Russia, Chile, uh, Australia, and, yes, even New Zealand. You guessed it, guys. You guessed it. With a total of $1 million earmarked for prizes in the first year, what ties it all together is, much like HQ Trivia, a hosted video component that turns the game into a televised competition. Primetime is hosted by New Zealand actor Millen Baird. Cool. And it will feature everything from previews of the night's competition to highlight reels featuring the day's best plays. When you open up the app, uh, the face of the actor will appear telling you all about what's happened in the world of Primetime and Tetris in general. Think of it like ESPN, but for Tetris. That's what I always wanted. <laughs> It's not just a game, it's a competition. But also, it's a TV channel that covers the competition. It sounds like an uh, as-seen-on-TV item. Don't worry, it's not just a towel, it's also a whip. And don't worry, it's not just a whip, you can hang yourself with it. And also, oh, really? it's a boat, it floats. like just... It's a turbo towel. <laughs> Sham wow! <laughs> well, prime. <laughs> What's up? It's sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. Okay, we had the Bronco, and we had the Bronco uh, launch just happened, guys. OJ the Ford Bronco. The Ford Bronco launch. My wife may or may not have just reserved one. I am trying. She's trying to reserve one, having a hard time. Get back to it. I like that. I kind of want one. I think I might get one in white. Mm -hmm. Um, no, OJ got it... all the white ones. <laughs> But not in relation. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Like with the Tetris thing, you know, it touches Battle Royale. Um, and I know it's not quite in the docket, but um, Sims is doing the same thing. Um, they're they're doing a live uh like a TV series for uh for the Sims. I don't know if there's Battle Royale in there. I hope so. It'll be awesome. But I mean, it's kind of cool that things like that games like these are starting to, or not starting to, but like just the normal games um like this are starting to come on TV, become even more normalized, you know, because back in our day when we were in our youths, you know, we got made fun of for playing video games. Now people are making millions doing it. But um yeah, I just think it's really cool. Yeah, and well, Primetime is an anchor for the revamped mobile app. It's also getting a number of other updates designed to keep people playing outside of the live show. If that's not for you, then there's Tetris Royale, a ripoff. Oh, sorry. Riff on. I read that wrong. Last year's Tetris 99 on the Nintendo Switch, where 100 players compete to be the last one standing. This is joined by Tetris Together, a mode featuring multi uh, private multiplayer games and real-time voice chat. The, the, the existing solo mo uh, mode rounds uh, out, out the offerings, and unlike Primetime, all these modes are available globally. First of all, real-time voice chat, and like you're building all this out in the switch, and I just think because we mentioned the switch, the switch still doesn't have voice chat capability. I have to use my cell phone if I want to do voice chat. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to go down that road. But um, it, this is interesting. It's interesting that Sims is trying to do something like this too. 
I don't know if this is like the next the next thing. I really don't. I think they're trying to take like the success of what some streamers and content creators are doing and and try to blend that with their game and create a, a show. And I just I don't know if first of all longevity of it. I'm not like yeah, sure it could like right out the gate it could be real popular, but I don't know if these types of things can just hold on and keep going. Now, of course, if you keep throwing money at people and giving them the ability to win money, I believe you will still always find people to play your game. Um, but that is not how you create a healthy community by just doing giveaways like, here's 5,000, here's 5,000, here's 5,000. Like, you know, people, you want your game to also be popular because people enjoy your game. And Tetris is Tetris. It's 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 one of the greatest games ever made in, in, that, you know, in that sense of just a simplistic puzzle game but there's a reason why we've seen tetris kind of fade and come back and fade and come back is that i don't really feel like tetris ever really has that long-term like ability to just stick around it has to go through its highs and lows tetris 99 was like when it hit everyone was like hype they were like this is so cool and then before I knew it, I didn't really know anybody that cared about Tetris 99 anymore. We're already we're already seeing that with this game that they're like, oh yeah, well we're gonna take that idea and we're gonna run with it. And it's like, well sure, you take it off the Switch, you'll get that initial popularity of people playing it that maybe don't have a Switch, or that and it's easier for them just to carry their phone around. But how quickly does that die off again? I'm not sure. But it is interesting. I don't know. You're throwing a million dollars into the prize pool already. That's pretty impressive. You've got someone that's doing daily, seven days a week, daily shows for Tetris. That part of it worries me in the sense that, like, how long does that go before they're like, yeah, day, we were wrong. Day, seven days a week for a whole year. Uh, people just don't care. We're going to move tournaments to every Friday. You know, like, I mean, Fortnite doesn't even do something like this. And their player base is, is way, way bigger than anything that Tetris is going to pull. That's what you think. Tetris is going to pull all the old people. All the old cats are going to be getting in on the. They'll be like, this is hip. This is what the kids are doing. It's like it's like the Fortnite, but it's it's a game that I love. It's Tetris Live. And they're going to be like, you know, the commentary every day. Like, here you see Brick Turner 447. Look at that Tetris. He hit a Tetris. He hit a Tetris. Highlight of the day. Play of the day. Yeah, it's going to be lit. It's your... going to be insane. Is it's going to phone... blow your mind. Is your phone ringing it's right gonna now? It's going to put every other shoutcaster... video game out of business. I think you're the new shoutcaster for this. I think you just got the job. <laughs> Yeah, hire me. <laughs> I've only it. said I could be a shoutcaster. You just yell. You just yell and get excited. Deadite's the new the new Tetris shoutcaster. Uh, seven days a week. <laughs> but um, Johnny Riot on on twitch.tv slash games media says, "Give me five thousand dollars and I'll stay forever." Yeah, but it's a share of five thousand dollars. So what's that breakdown? If you win it, what do you actually walk away with? How many people are actually getting paid out? Out of that five thousand, uh, I would hope the winner still gets a pretty big prize pool there, but we'll see. What you don't know is it's probably just in-game credits you're getting paid. <laughs> da David is wrong. Also chiming in on Twitch saying, uh, "Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are out. Here comes Tetris Prime Time, baby." 
<laughs> we know Trebek's in the twilight of his career, so yeah, that's true. It could be time to bring in Tetris. Oh, oh, my bad. Johnny Riot corrected me on Twitch. He said, "No, no, no. I mean, you give me five k, and I'll be here every Monday night." Yeah, <laughs> that's all we have to do, guys. That's all we have to do. We don't have to actually make good content and build or good podcasts. We just gotta pay people to be here. Then I have about a ha- I have about enough money for like. Half a Monday night. I have this water bottle with about 10% of water left in it, this cap, and uh, this cardboard tube. Whoever would like this stuff to be here next Monday, let me know. What's that cardboard tube taste like? Uh, no, no, no. no. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. This is for somebody. This is for this is for a fan. Okay. This is we got to keep them here. We got to keep keep. I'm the people. a fan of you. We got to keep Can the I people. We got to keep the people coming. No, you're already part of. I this. like to chew on those. It keeps my teeth uh, from growing too long. You will already. Like you will already be here next Monday. I don't have to worry about that. Johnny Ryan says ship it. Yeah, uh, my, yeah my teeth. we will totally hook you up. You just have to pay for shipping. All right. Cool. Uh, that's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Please visit GameZillaMedia.com where you can read the blogs. You can watch the YouTube videos. You can listen to all the other podcasts that we have on the network. And you can just see everything that's going on at GameZilla Media. It is time for a very special moment, a very special segment. Take it away, The Dead Eye Night. All right. This is time, this is time, it is time for the return of the very popular eBay Price is Right. So here are the rules of the game. Went and found eBay listings, sold items, the most recent sold item I could for the particular uh, product I was looking for. And uh, I took little screenshots of the, the item. And the price that it's sold for. And Grim and Miggy have to guess the closest price without going over the value. And uh, whoever guesses the most uh, correct will win the game. And uh, I have prepared some extra ones. Do you guys want to play best of five or best of seven today? Um, I'll leave it to Miggy. No, leave it all to the uh, to the video guy. Okay. Um, all you have to say is best of five or best of seven. Uh, what do you? Th- what odds do you think you need to tra- actually beat me this time? Oh. Ooh, drop the cardboard. Yeah, I'm gonna throw oh, this away okay. Now. All right, best of um. Let me go do best of five. I mean, oh. unless the people want us to do seven, unless the people want us to do seven. Hmm. Mm, I think we just do best of five. All right, best of five it, it is. Keep it rolling. All right, best Keep of five. Rolling. Keep it rolling. All right. Unless it's uh, unless we feel like we need to extend it, we'll decide from there. All right. First item on July thirteenth. So what is that? Today? Yesterday? Something like that? That's today. A copy, a used copy of Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube in the package, like sealed. Not sealed. It's a used copy, but it, it's in the oh, box. Complete with the box. Manual? Yeah. Inserts. Uh, it doesn't say if manual. Oh, it does say complete, yes. Complete. So All complete right. inbox. Who's Remember, I'm, I'm looking for you guys to give the price without shipping. Just the, the actual price it right. sold for. How? Um, uh, who's going first? Is it me because I won the last one? Yep. Grim, you're the defending champion. You'll go first. 
$27.49. Okay. Miggy, what's your bid? Uh, I'm going to say uh, $32.50. Well, Miggy, that's real unfortunate. It sold for $32 flat. Oh, get out of cents here. Over the point <laughs> of the gym and the shipping on that was $4. Yeah, baby, let's go. I was going to say 32 flat, too. Man, if he, got, if he got it on the spot, the game would just be over, right? He nailed one like that. It just ended. Yeah. I, sec- I second-guessed myself. Whew. All right. Next item. And Miggy will give the first bid here because he won the first first point. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard PlayStation 4 Mansion Music Box Collector's Edition. What was that? <laughs> One more time? Yeah, what was the title the re- of that? It's the Re- Resident Evil 7 Biohazard 7 <laughs> PlayStation 4 Mansion Music Box Collector's Edition by Capcom. Oh, I do remember this. It's thing, that right? house. It's yeah, that house that was a music box. Yeah, yeah, it's the actual house that the game's like in. Oh, what comes yeah. with it? Is it is it just the house's music box? Is this like it, a complete? I'm, thing? I'm reading what what the title of the listing was. It they they, they call it oh. the collector's edition, which makes me think the game comes with it, but I don't know that for sure. Oh hmm. man, hmm. You for sure get the music box. This was this product was purchased on June twentieth. Dang. Um, let's say, let's say $75. Like a guess. That was right. Okay, I was going to be right in that zone. 75. Is it above or below? Hmm. I'm not going to be that guy. So I'm going to say, <laughs> $85. Shockingly, both terrible guesses. I thought this did really poor. It, it, no, this sold for $297.77 with $15 shipping. Almost That's a $300 hard. purchase. It's kind of hard without knowing the entire, you know, the whole story. That's crazy. Yep. All right. So that one goes to Grim. We are tied up. I was like, it's either it's either obnoxiously high or it's one of those collector's editions that's trash and is worth absolutely nothing like the Halo 5 one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Superman. Released yeah. in 1978 for the Atari 2600. Oh, God. It was sold on July 13th. Loose? Just <sighs> a loose copy of Superman. Oh, God. Oh, no. You ever played Superman on the 2600? Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's it, atrocious. You, don't you, just know what fl- to do. you just like walk around, you find a phone booth. And then you fly and around. And then you fly around. And then you find a phone yeah. booth. Um, yeah, and then you change back. Yeah. Who goes first here? Is it Mickey again? Oh, Grim, you got the last point, so it's you. Did Mickey get the first point? I thought I had both points. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So, should yeah, have so I was confused. Technically, you should have went first last time. Oh, and so the winner gets the start. Okay, all right. I, I, that's how we, I just want to figure out how we're working. All right, so then a loose copy of Superman for the Atari 2600. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
I don't think it's that valuable. I'm going to go with um, $7.56. Miggy, what's your bid? I'm going to say... I'm going to say $6.35. Ooh, you both went over $4 clean. Damn. They paid $3.90 in shipping, but it was $4 for the game. No points awarded. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Okay, all right. All right, this one one was topical to our group text conversation today. A loose copy of Metroid Prime Federation Force, the Nintendo 3DS, released in 2016. Grim's favorite game. Can, uh, I just for- it is a- Can I just forfeit this point? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it was purchased on July the 12th. Loose, Who would buy that? That's copy. yesterday. Who did that? The best thing about this listing is it is in one of the GameStop, like that plastic, like little case that they put like the like oh. blister pack basically around the loose 3DS game with a with the GameStop price is still on it. It did not sell for the same price as the GameStop price. <laughs> did it sell for more or less than the GameStop price? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I want to know after, but... <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what the GameStop price was after. All right. I go first again. Um, I'm going to say... This game actually sells... like I don't, Not like super expensive, but I feel like it actually sells kind of well because it is an uncommon game at this point because it was such a piece of garbage. Um, a loose copy? I'm going to go 1450 Okay. Miggy, your guess? Uh, man. Say $1. One, go with the $1 bid. I like this. Okay. <laughs> so... The this <laughs> this dispels any thing that Grim can ever say no. about him not passionately no. knowing so much about this game. Stop! No, Grim's guess was fourteen fifty. Yeah, this game sold for fourteen seventy five. Grim knew. Grim knew. I shop them every day. His pocket I shop them every day. I'm trying to own every copy ever made. <laughs> the uh, oh. the GameStop price. The GameStop price on it fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> so uh, it sold for a quarter less than the GameStop price. <laughs> yeah, you know baby. Cash app, you know. Oh goodness. Now, now that was uh, was that three, three. points for that Grim? Is three. that to the win? That's three. That's, yeah. Yep. Man. Congratulations, Grim. I'll just I'll save these last the next two for the next time we play eBay prices. Right, I got two more doozies for you. I uh, <laughs> I don't know if I really want this win with what we ended on. This feels tainted. I think it's tainted. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you I'll knew, take... man. You you should have thrown it. You should have thrown it at that point. Should wanted that Metroid Prime Federation <laughs> point. Man. Ugh, I hate that game so much. Well, thank you to everyone who played along. Uh, with uh, eBay video game prices, right? Uh, two times in a row, your two-time champion, Grim the Dino. Just want to say, I just want to just want to thank Nintendo for always giving us the top-tier Metroid games, and you know, really keeping me 
keeping me honest and, and knowing my favorite franchise and, and value. Wouldn't be possible without you guys. If you didn't, you know, give me a Metroid game once every seven years, I don't know what I'd do. All right, cool. Uh, Miggy was wise to go with the dollar. Miggy was real wise was, knowing that that game is worth nothing. I said fourteen fifty, <laughs> knowing that that game could it could have been a seven dollar. Because here's the thing, DS games, right? Their shovelware is gonna get you three, four bucks shovelware. So like most of the time, it's like so. I'm like it could be a seven dollar, but I also know that completing the box, I remember seeing these stupid prices on them where it was like. 30 40 bucks for this game and i'm like what why would why and then you know it's just it's that thing a bad game that had limited copies that has value right so i went with 1450 but you're right it's because i shop them every day i have 72 copies of that game right now you know i'm trying to be that guy like with little samson but with federation force you know yeah i'm trying to control the value you talk about like bad games Bad games, limited quantity that gets really expensive, like Earthbound, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna hurt. I'm my gonna feelings. get beat up. I'm gonna, gonna get beat up by our friends for saying. I'll that. say you're not gonna hurt my feelings. I have no connection to Earthbound, but so yeah, sure, <laughs> totally. I totally agree with what you're well, saying. I don't know you. <laughs> UK is about to knock on my door, already drenched in blood, and I'm like, well, that's to me, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whose blood is that? It's yours. You just haven't lost it yet. What? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as always, I enjoy these uh, segments when we have them. But uh, eBay price is right here on GameZilla Media. GameZilla Podcast, sorry. <sighs> well, that kind of wraps it up. Did we uh, have any gaming moments of the week we wanted to cover real quick? Miggy, what's, what's your gaming moment of the week? Don't you have a new a mobile game you wanted to mention? Actually, yeah. Yeah, I do. And, um... Uh, well, my game moment of the week is, yeah, the mobile game is called Overdocs with an X. Um, and what got, oh, uh, was uh, interesting about it. It's a battle royale fused with a MOBA, uh, game. Um, basically you start off, you, you pick what gender you want your character to be. And other than that, that's just your template. They give you armor set and a weapon. And as you play in matches, as you level up, um, you get to uh, earn new pieces of armor and new weapons. You can level the armor set up and you can basically create your own character for the play style that you want to play. Um, and then there's like, I think there's been three different game modes that I've experienced in there. There's like your, um, what is it? Like your team. So it's like, I think it's like six versus six. Um, then there's like a uh, free for all. And the cool thing is when you're on the map, it kind of plays towards your view. So if I'm, if I'm walking towards someplace, if I'm walking towards like, say like the right and the pillars on my left, even though I'm looking overhead, the pillar, like behind the pillar, like my my rate of view, my uh, line of sight is blocked out past that pillar um, because I can't see through pillars. So if there's somebody behind the pillar in those shadows, I won't be able to see them until they move out. They have like grass uh, where I can hide in. So if somebody walks by, I can jump out and attack them. But you can freely control your characters. You can move uh, move freely about and attack however you want. Each one of the different um, weapons feels different. They have bots that come on and attack. If you go and take out, take a certain spot, the bots will pop out and attack you. Um, yeah, if you're in, if you're into, oh yeah, and also too, there's a ring in the game too, which is very brutal because when the ring starts to close in, you can actually get stuck in the certain parts to be blocked in by the wall. And if you have to go into the circle to get to another spot, it's it's game over because that ring will 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 eat you alive. Um, but um, and also too, you pick up like what specials you want when you're actually in the map. Um, so you can only have two specials and there's cool. So like my favorite one is toxic cloud. 
So once I get them in, I drop the toxic cloud, it eats away at their health, and then I just like murder them right then and there. So um, I, I recommend I know it. about making toxic clouds. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> but yeah, I recommend it. Check it out. It's free to play. It does have a gotcha mechanic. Um, and uh, definitely, definitely, there is that that it's a mobile game, so there's that that pay to win, um, Boo. you know, mechanic to it. Yeah, it, it is. But it's not done by Tencent. It's a lot of fun right now. Um, I've been like murdering, uh, murdering everyone as I get in there and kind of like um, working my way up the ranks. So check it out. You can find me, Player One Miggy, if you do decide to check it out. Again, it's Overdocs available for Android and iOS. And I got to see, check on the Discord, but I've got to see if it's available on PC because that's how I want to play it. How did you find this game? It was advertised, I think, on either on Facebook or um it might have been facebook or might have been gaming websites and i saw the art caught my eye like a uh, dead was saying before the show the art is what caught my eye and i've seen him after a couple of times and i just said you know what it's free to play i'm going to download it and play it and if it sucks i'm going to uninstall it and surprisingly you know i played it all day like literally all day on my couch yesterday all day it's it's interesting enough that it's a mobile game i might actually download um but yeah, so I, uh, what about you, Deadeye? What's your game moment of the week? <clears throat> like I mentioned while we were prepping for the show, I did something that is against my core beliefs as a video game player. Uh-oh. And I feel like I was pressured into this and uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to embrace it, but I just feel dirty about it. I played a game on a computer like a dweeb. <laughs> like a complete boner playing a game on a Windows PC instead of sitting on my couch and relaxing and enjoying playing on a on a video game console. Is it weird um, that I feel like you saying a complete boner seems like an old man's statement nowadays? <laughs> like I feel like I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> I felt like a complete boner. Oh, I was playing a computer game that my nephew installed. <laughs> I don't know how to get it off the computer. Yeah, but you were um, playing with a mechanical keyboard and a gaming mouse and like a high-end monitor, right? Uh, I had my Lenovo laptop that does have a dedicated NVIDIA graphics card and this this very premium <laughs> Logitech mouse. Um, and I was using the built-in keyboard because I'm not some sort of weird snob that needs... A mechanical keyboard. Buttons all do the same thing. Man. Just push them. Man, you, oh, are, oh, you are really attacking oh, oh. our viewers right now, our listeners. There's a lot and of the PCs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, boy. Yeah. Listen, Listen. The, the snobbery of the PC gaming community needs to be able to take what they dish out, okay? So I had agreed weeks ago with our friend Shops from The Legend of Retro that I would participate in a land party with them where we both play the command and conquer hd remakes look how completely unnecessary your light up keyboard is it's gonna give you a seizure it already has um so (laughs) part of the steam summer sale the command and conquer uh hd collection was on sale like two dollars off i was like well it's a sale i have to buy it so i bought it and i got right back into that original command and conquer game uh it feels very old a game that felt like fast paced and frantic 20 years ago 25 years ago feels slow and old now uh but it still was a nice trip down memory lane i was still having fun playing it uh it is 
you know what the worst of all video games is it's just clicking the game just like league of legends of it just clicking it's madness but uh man i did have a good time playing it i can't deny that but i i got a little bit tired of the mechanics after a few hours like well you know i'll try and see it through and play through the campaign but uh it's not like something i'm gonna go back to my youth and and dump 100 hours into because again i can't stand playing games on a computer unless it's roller coaster tycoon uh, even I play that on my mobile phone now, which is terrible. I have Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Uh, like, like the most Roller Coaster Tycoon I've played in the last 15 years was on an original Xbox. Yeah, but what if I gift you a copy of Planet Coaster? Would you play with me on the PC? I don't know if my computer can run Planet Coaster. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good, po- good point. Good point. You saved I'm gonna, you I'm going to make that claim with everything. Like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, but I can play 20-year-old Command and Conquer. That's fair. Okay. Uh, my gaming moment of the week is revolving around Twitch and Forza. Um, so I've been I've been on Twitch now for a little over two weeks since the Mixer announcement, and the Twitch community has been fantastic. We uh, have broke 900 followers already on the Grim and the Dino page, and a large chunk of that is coming from the Forza community that has come over from Mixer with me and the new Forza community that we have found here on Twitch. And so we've been doing a lot of cool like seasonals and and obviously drifting a ton because drifting is my favorite thing to do in the game. And last night the stream got to witness the updated PB, the new personal best on the drift of 586,000 bumping me up to around 270th in the world. And um, I think it really was that wall that I broke where I feel like the next time I get on and start drifting, I'm going to break it again. And uh, I start, start really working towards that two, uh, that 600K club. But it was a lot of fun. The the hype level was was, was there. Um, yeah, it, it was good. It was good. I've, I've really enjoyed... Like, I already, I, always, I already enjoyed the game, but I'm enjoying the game even more just because of these this group of people that have found me that are also fans of the game and just we all hang out and and either talk or a lot of them join my convoy and we just we just drift oh yeah it's a good time that's our gaming moments of the week we always want to hear your gaming moments of the week and you can do that in the gamezilla media discord this is the big boy discord this is the one where you can talk with any of the content creators here on gamezilla media there's so many channels of different things going on it is a full-blown gaming entertainment weeby you name it it's there you want to talk please about- don't advertise it as weeby i'm gonna to have to leave our own discord if we start advertising it as weeby i mean you guys allowed the channel i think to be called anime I think I believe the first word on the channel is anime, isn't it? Yep, yep, anime. We be bring proposed changing that before because it is off-putting. <laughs> bring all of your weebiness. <laughs> bring bring your waifus. Bring your simpies. Bring your husbandos. Bring all the weebiness in there. Yep, gunpla. Yep, we want it all. We want it all. Yep. Plamo build report is offended by deadite right now. <laughs> yeah but you're my dude so <laughs> <laughs> you're the one person i he allow knows, he knows what he gets all the time when he hangs out with me <laughs> but uh yeah so anyways join the discord it's a fun place to hang out we're, we're that's where we hang out when we're not doing the podcast and, and when we're not gaming so 
But yeah, guys, this has been episode 319 of the Gamezilla podcast. Remember, you can catch this whole episode uh, video-wise on YouTube. If you missed the live show, then head on over to YouTube and search Gamezilla Media. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell and help us grow out the channel over on YouTube. If you want to catch us in an audio form, then you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else that you like to listen to podcasts. We're there. Just search Games Old Media and you will find all of our shows. And that is about to tell you, we got some good shows besides just this one. Oh, yeah. We got some good shows with nicer people than me, uh, including Noiseland Arcade. It's our show all about the Simpsons. Last Action Podcast, they cover a different action movie every single week. Very in-depth. They go into facts you didn't know about the movie and give you a synopsis of the story, and they have a good time talking about it. Of course, the Legend of Retro Podcast, where they dig into all things retro gaming. They cover a different game every week and, again, take you in-depth into the game down memory lane. You'll have a great time with them. Noobs and Dragons, that is our storytelling tabletop gaming dungeons and dragons podcast uh started at episode one and follow the story as they go along we're currently in season two with a brand new set of noobs and you will love noobs and dragons it's quite the adventure all those shows are available wherever you listen to the gamezilla podcast and of course gamezillamedia.com oh all right well guys thanks again for tuning into the podcast we really appreciate all your support from our patrons to our new our twitch viewers to our subscribers here on the twitch platform um every all that support helps us keep the show going even during this covid situation where we've been able to uh, manage this remote show it helps us a ton so we really appreciate it uh we look forward to uh hanging out with you in the discord and we will see you next week so just remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news and entertainment. Until next time, game on. Game on. Game on.